What started as a question, God, you created marriage, can you make it work? Soon became a statement, God, you created marriage, you can make it work. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Family Life Podcast, where we get into the good, the bad, and the ugly in our marriage relationships and mind God's word to see what it has to say about it. Roland and Tammy Martinez back with another Christian Family Life podcast, joined today by Gio and Susie Yerena. That's it. (laughs) I knew you would get it right. (laughs) Story behind that. There's probably a lot of stories we're not going to get to today, (laughs) but continuing our theme of just wanting everybody with Christian Family Life to get to know the different people on the team. So we brought in Gio and Susie today and are excited to for you to get to know them, hear their story, hear about their role with Christian Family Life and just some really neat things that they'll have to share with us. So Gio and Susie, let's get right to it and tell us how you met. Susie, go for it. No, you go ahead. I'll let you. All right. Well, we met at Clearwater Christian I College. I remember the story. Do you want me to tell it? <laughs> I was there. You were there. Tammy and we I were there. there. We were there. Yeah. Um, which is funny because it seems like you guys dated much longer than we did, but we actually dated longer than you guys. Um, I remember Gio being smitten. <laughs> I was. I was. It's and uh, on the phone for hours back in the day, when, you know, you couldn't leave because it was attached to a cord. <laughs> you couldn't leave your room. You were like in a little corner of the room facing the wall thinking maybe nobody can hear me. No, no, no. The girls got the super long cord so they could go out into the living room and have a little bit of privacy. Oh, there you go. Oh, my goodness. But it was at Clearwater Christian College. Susie and I um, mm-hmm. were working the intramural games. And one day we were both assigned um, next to each other working the, the stat table. Mm-hmm. We got to talking. We kind of knew of each other, but we really didn't know each other. And that's all she wrote. Mm-hmm. It was a small school. We ran it, but we still ran in different circles, mm-hmm. at least for a few months. And then we met one another. And But Susie, Susie, you did notice that studly Cuban man walking campus. I did notice that he was Cuban, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that caused a little bit of issue at the beginning. She was a little concerned <laughs> about about us. This is true. I cannot deny that. <laughs> the Cuban invasion. But yeah, that was that was pretty much the uh, the start. We uh, we dated for three and a half years from that point and um, got married a few months after graduating in 1994. Yeah, Gio was the first guy that I had ever dated. Um, that was not by my choice, but um, I did I did the whole thing. You know, like you really want a boyfriend, and then. Um, back off, Lord, I'll let you lead, I'll follow, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you, you know, say the prayer, God, you're enough for me, I don't need anything else, if you're all I ever have, that's all I'll need, and then you look back up and say, okay, I'm ready now, you can, you can bless me with him (laughs) since I'm content, and that was, that was kind of my thought process, um, until really the second semester of my sophomore year, I really did come to that conclusion, um, that, that if it was going to happen, it was going to be in God's time, and so when we started dating, I just, really had zero experience in that whole realm. And I just said, Lord, if I ever come across something that I can't live with for the rest of my life, let that be a reason to break up. Other than that, mm-hmm. if you're going to work through, if you're going to be expected to work through things in marriage, you might as well start in the dating process. 
And the one thing that was a little bit of a bump in the road is when she met Roland, my best friend. <laughs> she goes, I don't know if I can live with that guy. I, I figured that. <laughs> we had some work to do. I, I did anyway. Yeah, that's for sure. Wait a minute. You're not supposed to be with that, Tammy. That's for, that's for sure. Why well, do you think it took, took her so long to date you? <laughs> Gio could not change you. We I need to redirect the focus of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so into the dating, in your into your dating life. What? Um, tell us about. Was it in your when you were dating or when you were married? When did you feel God's call into ministry? You know, that's a good question because I um, knew it way before. You did. You were the first yeah. one to know it. <laughs> But I, I did not know it. No, neither one of us did. As a matter of fact, um, while we were dating, Tammy, mm-hmm. um, Susie is a, um, a pastor's daughter. And um, she basically was like, because of what she had experienced in the mm-hmm. pastor's life, she was like, please tell me you're not going into ministry. I said, nope, I'm a businessman. <laughs> You were a business major. I, I was okay. a business major. I said, you don't have to worry about you that. don't worry about me. I said, what we'll do is we'll that make the is... money and we'll tithe it to those people to do that. that and I work. said, I'm in. <laughs> that is funny. I don't know. And I was I really that. excited about it. I was really hopeful you'd make a lot of money. Yeah, because I was going <laughs> to supply. I, I was going to support you in your ministry. That was the deal. <laughs> that was the deal. But, um, but quickly after we graduated and we got married, God began to, to work. Um, you know, it was one of those, like I always say this often, like Roland knew in high school, man, the Lord's called me into ministry. So I'm going, I'm going to study, I'm going to prepare myself. Part of me wishes that was the case, but the other part of me is like, no, you know, God just took me through seasons to get me to where I needed to be, um, to be able to be, uh, involved in ministry in some aspect. And I didn't know what it would be, but the Lord began to open doors in those early years of our marriage um, where it wasn't, it wasn't one of those like overbearing ministry mm-hmm. positions where it was like scaring us away, but he mm-hmm. eased us into that process. Yeah. From the outside looking in, it, it, it was amazing what the Lord did. Cause we're talking about Geo putting off a freshman speech class <laughs> because he didn't want to speak publicly in front of people. And we're talking about a speech class that might have 10, 12 students in it. And she was like, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want to speak in front of people. Finally, you took it, what, your senior year? Uh, Second semester. (laughs) I was hoping they would grandfather me in, like say, hey, we changed the curriculum. (laughs) You don't need this class. Like putting it off to the very end uh, to the Holy Spirit doing that, that great work. And putting you guys in ministry. So we're fast forwarding quite a bit here, but you can kind of go back and maybe connect some of the dots for us. But uh, you joined Christian Family Life uh, a little over a year ago. That's been an amazing thing. Uh, What what was the preparation for Christian Family Life like for you guys? So prior to um, coming on staff with Christian Family Life, we had spent about 17 years serving in a ministry called Baseball Chapel where we served um, athletes and and their wives or girlfriends. And so we had a lot of contact with uh, other couples and marriages. And I know, Roland, when you came and joined Christian Family Life, I think it was about eight years ago, um, <clears throat> you called us and said, hey, 
I have this really great material. I think it could help you guys in your ministry, and I'm going to send it your way. And so you did. And we were just kind of super busy. And so Geoset likes to say we just put it on the shelf and then just kept going about um, about ministry. And we had this one young couple come to us and say, listen, we are newly married, new believers. We don't know what we're doing. We need somebody to disciple and mentor us. Do you have anything? Do you have any you know, material? And immediately Geo says, I have the perfect thing. <laughs> we had never opened it. We had never looked at it. We had never read it. But he just knew. And so we pulled that out and basically stayed a week ahead of the couple um, mm-hmm. in the material. And as we were <laughs> studying it to help them, it began to impact our own marriage. So that was kind of our first intro to Christian family life. Yeah, and in that process, what the Lord started to reveal to us in our own marriage was pretty impactful. But then we were like, man, we, we got to change a lot of things that we're doing um, with premarital and even counseling. So we changed our whole premarital process to include the faith principles. And Susie and I would do those together with the players and those that were getting married. And then we, uh, we just started taking couples on the team uh, through through the two becoming one class up until even this, this last season. And it's just been neat to see how God has used those faith principles and his word to transform marriages and to bring marriages to a thriving place. And so anyways, it, it seemed kind of natural um, with, uh, with us ministering in the baseball world to couples. And then we, we partnered up with um, a church in Tampa, South Tampa fellowship and, really had the opportunity to to see the two becoming one material work within a local church it just started putting a real strong desire on our heart to to really focus on marriage ministry and so we met with you guys and and we were like this is seems to be a seamless <laughs> track for us to to get involved with uh, marriage discipleship honestly very rarely if ever was there a time that we shared this um, material with a church or with a couple or, mm-hmm. or a parachurch ministry that eventually they did not come back and say that changed our marriage? We, that we've gotten texts, we've gotten phone calls, mm-hmm. we've gotten thank you cards. Very rarely does it touch a marriage that it doesn't impact deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was kind of the drive of our connection. And, you know, knowing you guys for 30 years, it, it seemed like a great fit. And, um, and it's been an awesome year. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful for all that the Lord did because, frankly, when you think about your role with Baseball Chapel, you're ministering to not only the, the players and couples on the Rays team, but, but overseeing other chaplains with other major league teams and just a really fruitful ministry there. And then your role at the church and the responsibilities you had there. And so, frankly, to... For the Lord to remove you from that's a pretty big deal to mm-hmm. to come and for Susie to have to put up with me again, uh, <laughs> at least this time Tammy's there to kind of soften the rough edges, uh, but thankful for God bringing you out to Charlotte, being part of the team. That being said, tell us a little bit about your role as Vice President of International Ministry, of course. Uh, not only because of COVID, but also because of how connected both of you are domestically incorporating, helping us accomplish the vision of marriage discipleship in every community, every church. And so the domestic and international piece, but share with us a little bit about your role and some of the things that you're really excited about. 
Well, the role, you know, we look at it. We look at it this way: it's it's Susie and I together, which mm-hmm. is what really excites us about this phase in ministry for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we always were together in ministry, but it just seemed like there was oftentimes different focuses. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we, we get to do this together, and and so the the primary uh, aspect of our role really is to get the message of Christian family life out, mm-hmm. to get the the faith principles out there. Um, after one year of being here and, and meeting pastors and meeting with uh, lay leaders and churches and stuff, we, we kept hearing, this is what's next, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we started getting excited about that because that's what discipleship is. There's a lot of catalytic events that we saw out there. There's a lot of uh, conferences and things like that, which is great. But then a lot of people were asking the question, what's next? And when we would meet with them and share the message of faith love and we would share the ministry of Christian family life. That's kind of what you alluded to a little bit, Sue. Like, oh wow, this is what's next. This is what is going to help us mm-hmm. with the fire that we got right now from this conference to actually to be discipled and, and walk through this discipleship. And so with that in mind, our role has been really focusing on getting the message out to churches here locally. We we are hitting a lot of our networks that we know through baseball chapel and through ministry in the church and uh, which has been really fruitful and and it's great to reconnect with a lot of people that we've done ministry in the past here stateside but then internationally um, as you said Roland COVID has kept us from traveling and so it's been a lot of online presence just uh, encouraging our team through uh, monthly uh, zoom calls and um, just hearing their heart hearing where they're at how they've had to pivot as well in the process praying through that And then um, just uh, letting people know stateside of the needs that are in those countries um, that we're serving in to uh, to help with uh, financial needs, uh, prayer um, as we as we minister in that role. Yeah. And for any pastors or lay leaders listening, it's important for them to be able to understand the vision that it's not only the impact that the two becoming one faith principles can have in your church by equipping couples to invest in other couples through marriage discipleship, but then a next step of incorporating marriage as another platform of ministry missionally. And so being able to either travel with us Mm -hmm. to another country where we use marriage as the primary platform to evangelize and to disciple And so, Gio, you've done a great job of resourcing our directors in the different countries that we're in, but then also for pastors to realize their churches are probably ministering in countries that we're not in. And so as marriages begin to be transformed in their church and in their community, pulling leaders out of that group of people that would then be sent to the countries where they're already building buildings, where they're already planting churches, where they're already holding orphans, mm-hmm. where they're already doing medical missions, where they're already doing sports ministry. The list goes on and on. And we think it's so important. All of those platforms are, 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 very, uh, are very important. Mm-hmm. But man, let's add marriage yeah. to the list. Yeah, and that's a great point um, because you, you talk about the different cycles that, that people deal with in different parts of the world, including our country. And if, if we can get to the marriages, if we can get to where God can transform a marriage at home, it just strengthens the family, strengthens the community, strengthens Absolutely. the church. And there's 
there's a ripple effect mm -hmm. that goes into other parts of the world, which is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, one, one of the things, and I think this is important to mention too, Roland, is you know, we fully fund and are partnering with um, teams in Cuba, mm -hmm. the Dominican Republic, and Costa Rica. And so those, when we say that, is that we are intricately involved and have a team that is under the umbrella of Christian Family Life doing the work of the ministry in those countries. I want to give a shout out to Kent and Michelle Sturkey because they mm -hmm. really are architects of really the Absolutely. Dominican and Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And uh, their heart is just unbelievable. And we had, Susie and I had a chance to have lunch with them down in Orlando mm -hmm. not too long ago. But then the other piece is there are missionaries all over the world that are using To Becoming One as a platform to yeah. not only share the gospel, but also to help mm -hmm. and disciple um, couples. And so that's, you know, I, th I can't remember. The book is translated into six languages. Is that correct? Yes. Six languages. And so if there's missionaries out there that are like, hey, I'm in this part of the world, I think we've got it. Well, I know we got it in Spanish, English. We've got it in Korean. We've got it in... Mandarin and Hungarian, Hungarian and French, French, seventh Afrikaans, Afrikaans. So if you're out there and you are a missionary or you are part of a mission board, we'd, we'd love to get you connected to these materials that we can somehow work out to get it into those countries uh, as a, as a platform. Um, Gio, you mentioned the ripple effect and how um, I think that that's what really um, I think I know that there's other great marriage material, but to becoming one, there's just something about coming and approaching a church or a group or a couple and, and saying this is really is what has changed our marriage and that kind of getting people's attention to, wow, if, mm -hmm. this, if this has impacted your marriage, I'm going to definitely give it a try. And I think that that has made the difference with the impact that you guys have had in other marriages. They've seen it in you. Mm. But um, take us back to when you first started um, teaching uh, the material. What faith principles most impacted you, your marriage? Why don't you go first? Because yours, first. Yours, your principle comes before mine. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's it's uh, it's interesting because as you start to uh, as you start to read the material, um, you're reading verses that you've you're familiar, familiar with. with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you're like I've read that a hundred thousand times, and <laughs> how is it just now that it's smacking me across the face? You know, mm -hmm. and for me, it was in Genesis the uh, the second faith principle, which is um, the provision by faith. I accept. Susie as my perfect provision because of who God is mm -hmm. in my life. And um, I had never viewed it that way um, in our marriage, you know. And I think we had a good, you know, Susie and I had a good marriage. It wasn't like it was falling apart and divorce was not really a, a thing. We, we had our We had our moments, you know, where early on in our marriage where Susie said, I hate my life and it's because of you. <laughs> I remember that statement. You had moved on from that. Yes. <laughs> I feel like we're going to bring that up every podcast. <laughs> Well, I hadn't heard I'm that sorry. before. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> um, but it was a true statement, though, you know. And mm -hmm. so, but it wasn't until I I I read the second um, I say second chapter, but it's the second chapter in the workbook mm -hmm. in fifth regards chapter. to uh, it's the fifth chapter in the actual reading book. But 
talking about God's perfect provision and then looking at it in light of my relationship with God, not mm-hmm. not based on what Susie can provide for me, mm-hmm. but yet who Su- who God provided in Susie right. for me. Mm-hmm. And um, man, that really just rocked my world because, mm-hmm. and, and it convicted me to where I, I had to apologize because to me, I, the way I was viewing it as I was reading it, it is the way I treat Susie and love Susie, regardless of what she does, is an act of worship mm. to God because it's God's gift to me. And so whenever whenever there was a play, and it's still convicting today because we're not perfect right. and we're mm. still dealing with that. And so apologies come a lot quicker today than they did 27 years ago. Let's mm. put it that way. <laughs> yes. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. But it's, it's because for me, that's, that's always right. the lens I look at. Uh, and there's... There's five faith principles, but that's mm. the one that really caught my attention and um, it caused me to to really focus on my relationship with God and accept Susie in light of who God is in my life. So for me, just because of the way that I was raised, I would say um, I would have never said yes to an engagement if I didn't know that Gia was exactly who God had provided for me. So I, I kind of I kind of entered it that way, even though day of my wedding, I'm on my way to the church and I had to stop to get some baby's breath for my hair because that's what you used to do back then, <laughs> put flowers in your hair. Um, I, I distinctly, I was by myself, I distinctly remember standing in front of the flower area and thinking to myself, am I getting ready to make the biggest mistake of my life? <laughs> And I stopped and I breathed and I just said, you know what, Lord, I feel like I followed you every step in, up until this point. I trust mm-hmm. you. I'm just going to go That's for right. it because it's too late now. So, um, <laughs> I'm glad I was, didn't know that back then. That, that was just a fleshly moment. But so That's so, interesting because I remember what Gio was telling me leading up to that moment. And he's certain it was the greatest decision he's ever made. And I'm really certain looking, of that now. <laughs> But that day of that didn't come out um, in the interview process, by the no. way. <laughs> um, so, so I kind of entered it just knowing the sanctity of marriage and that God mm-hmm. had provided Geo for me. Um, so, I just didn't realize how hard it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought he loves Jesus, I love Jesus, we're both saved. Let's just get married, and this will be fun. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. especially when we those first three years when we all <laughs> lived in Miami and <laughs> apartments and houses and having kids. And there was a fun aspect to it. I just didn't realize how much I was going to need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to love Geo like God calls me to love mm-hmm. Geo. And so for me, it's faith principle number number three. I don't remember the exact wording, but it's by faith um, to just to release the power of the Holy Spirit in That's your marriage. Right. And mm-hmm. so when you feel like responding in a certain way, you stop. And if, if you truly want to live and walk a spirit-led life, you can't react in the flesh. That's literally the opposite of what we're called to do. And so the more that I learn that, the less, um, the less sarcastic I become, the Mm -hmm. less, um, presumptuous I am as to know what he's thinking and why he's doing certain things. And it's just a little more rely on this, the power of the spirit. He walks down the stairs this morning and he, and he says something kind of threw me for a loop. And I was just like, you know what? He, uh-huh. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll share with you later. But, oh, but it was just... Um, it I'm was, glad I never do those things. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
It was just a moment. You have an opportunity right now. How are you going to react? And it was like, okay, as a leader of this home, I'm going to come under that. And what do you need me to do to help you accomplish that? Mm-hmm. When those would not have been my responses early on. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for an- answering um, those um, so we are, it's August, 2021. Mm. What events are coming up? And that's, it's hard to believe it's August, 2020. It's almost over too. Mm-hmm. Time flies. Wow. Well, part of, you know, and, and hearing when we came in to, to join the team, you know, one of, one of our first things is making sure we understand the culture. We understand the, the language. We understand the direction and the vision of the ministry, which ultimately I think if you were to strip it all down, and Roland, you can correct me if, as the president of the ministry, but it's it's basically marriage discipleship multiplying that in other people. Um, mm-hmm. It's not for us to be like the place where everybody comes and we're the experts because we're not. We're just being faithful to the word of God and, and what he's transformed in us and our marriage, and we want to share that with other people. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, you know, one of the things that, that's coming up and and we are just praying through it, and I know that um, Ryan and Ashley talked about some pastoral Zoom calls that are coming up. Mm-hmm. But but we're really seeing God open doors for retreat ideas. But a mm-hmm. retreat not just for refreshment, which it will be to refresh the heart and the soul of the individual, um, guided conversations and bringing people together, but it's also focused on reproducing itself. And mm-hmm. so where people would be resourced with these five faith principles with the material to leave the uh, retreat um, and to walk into a discipleship relationship with those they came with. Um, and so we've got, we've got one coming up in October. We're going to open some dates up, hopefully by the end of the year. And as the Lord opens doors for us to have space, that'll become a staple of, uh, of Christian family life. And so that's one thing to keep an eye on. The other one is a big deal. We're celebrating 50 years. Well, this is the 50th mm-hmm. year of Christian family life. And so on October 23rd, we're gonna we're throwing a party, and it's gonna be at Top Golf, out in uh, Charlotte. Not the University Top Golf, but the uh, I think it's Savory Savory uh, Campus, the Charlotte one. And uh, it's from 10 o'clock in the morning to one o'clock. We're gonna be golfing. We have silent auctions. We've got Don and Sally Meredith, founders of the ministry, will be there. Um, it's we're gonna have a really good time. So not only are we celebrating 50 years, but we're also looking forward to the next 50 years. And so it's also a fundraiser, and part of that is building up what God's going to be doing in the next several years um, as we take the message out of uh, Christian Family Life. Yeah, so a lot of great things to note. All the information for that you'll find on our website. For those of you that have been connected to Christian Family Life for some time, we'd love to be able to continue that connection and resource you in all of the different ways. For those of you that are new, listening to Christian Family Life and just finding uh, out more uh, about the ministry, uh, as Gio mentioned, uh, we're uh, launching retreats, which is a relatively new thing Mm -hmm. that we see as an opportunity to do a few things. Number one, bring people together in a small group where you're unplugged from a lot of distractions. Mm -hmm. Doing it a little different. Not, not really looking for big crowds, but really limiting the number of couples that we have. And then also not throwing a bunch of information out at a couple, but really going through what it looks like to move from performance to faith, to really love by faith, 
and then to have guided conversations where you have face-to-face time with your spouse. There's all information is at our fingertips when we want it. And there's a lot of things we can participate in that have us as a couple side by side, but not much that helps us look at each other face to face to really have conversations that are meaningful, conversations that are deep, conversations where we're, we're not even the ones talking all the time, but really learning to ask one another questions. And so that's what mm-hmm. the retreats are all about. And so we've got the eight-week small group study uh, that we really desire to raise up couples that will facilitate that, churches that will implement that. A lot of churches with men's ministry, women's ministry, children's ministry, and, and divorce care on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not a lot that resources marriage and family. So looking forward to being able to connect. We've got that event Gio mentioned at Top Golf, and so really hoping that people can can connect with us there. Yeah, we just want to make sure that that we are lining ourselves up with the vision of mm-hmm. Christian family life, what what Don and Sally envisioned it to be, and just standing on their shoulders, really, to to take the the message of faith love as we talked about moving from performance to faith. Um, and this celebration will be that it's really mm-hmm. celebrating those 50 years, standing on their shoulders, thanking them. Cause I mean, really the resource that they've given is a foundational piece that we're really able to, to continue the work and then to raise support as we move forward to, That's to good. do the work that God's called us to do. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's good. I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck on how Susie just kind of just kind of glossed over being in Miami together for three years and and not mentioning the statement that she made before. What what was it that was going like? I think we need a little background there before we close this out. Which which statement? Biggest mistake. I hate my some, life. Some reason. some <laughs> some people pray, Lord, don't send me to Africa. Susie's prayer was, Lord, don't send me to Miami. <laughs> That's yeah, true. And, and yet, some of the best years that Absolutely. we were able to enjoy. Absolutely. So, the, Lord, the Lord hit me quick with an opportunity of submit or not submit. Mm-hmm. And um, my flesh is not does not lean towards submission. But that doesn't matter. The Bible still calls us to it. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, just the act of submitting that those first couple months of marriage and then what it produced for the next several years was just God's way of showing me, do it my way, it's the best way. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's, awesome. That's right. It's the Lord's way. And that it, it's unfortunate, the word submission. We'll have to pick that up some other yeah, time. But, topic. That's, a good but that's uh you know, it's become uh, taboo, it's become a bad word and yet there's the idea of mutual. Mm-hmm. love and submission yep. to each other and what the Lord does if we simply, going back to the faith principle you mentioned, Suze, daily surrendering to the work right. of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in our lives. Well, thanks for joining us again for another Christian Family Life podcast. Looking forward to the next time as we get to talk more uh, about marriage together and see our marriages strengthened and transformed, moving from performance to faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Family Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe. To learn more about the ministry, visit our website at christianfamilylife.com. There you can subscribe to our newsletter and find all the social media links where we offer resources to help strengthen your marriage. Until next time, remember, God created marriage. He can make it work.